Welcome to Top Fold, a podcast about all the news that would have been. I'm your host, Luke Hefley. Here at Top Fold, we explore monumental events that didn't make the top story only because that spot was already taken. When it first happened, hardly anyone noticed. How could that be? Later, the news became substantial, although the actual event never changed. An up-and-coming senator who is the pride of Massachusetts, the one to carry on his family's name, the legacy, if you will, since his three older brothers had either died in war or by an assassin's bullet. Of course, we're talking about Senator Edward Ted Kennedy. You'd think that whatever happened, no matter what it might be, would make the front pages of all the newspapers in the country, for sure in the Northeast, and especially if it involved the dead body of a young blonde that wasn't the senator's wife. But when this happened, it made a very small impression in the papers around the country, basically overlooked. Two days later, when more details came to pass, the headline was far from the front page, stated, Kennedy to face charge in crash for leaving sight. The article went on to talk about the charges that would be filed and what it would now do to the senator's career, especially his presidential aspirations. So what happened? Well, after leaving a party around midnight, Senator Kennedy, driving a black Oldsmobile Delmont 88, ran off Dyke Bridge on Chappaquiddick Island on Martha's Vineyard. 28-year-old Mary Jo Kopechny, a roommate and friend of a number of Kennedy staff, was also in the car and drowned. Kennedy had escaped the upside-down vehicle and claimed that he dove numerous times into the strong and murky current in an unsuccessful attempt to save the young woman. He later even admitted that he and his friends came back to the scene and tried to save Miss Kopechny. Kennedy didn't report the incident to the police until 10 hours later. As a result, her body wasn't recovered until the next morning. Kennedy told police that he was driving back to Edgartown to take Miss Kopechny back to the ferry landing. He claimed she wasn't feeling well when he took a wrong turn on an unfamiliar road. He was later charged with a misdemeanor of leaving the scene of an accident, but rumors were abound. What would this do to his career, his marriage, and the reputation of the Kennedy dynasty? But on this day, such a monumental event that went on to change the history of our presidential elections was rarely, if at all, talked about. Kennedy, who as the youngest to ever do so, had risen to the Senate Majority Leader, the highest-ranking member in the United States Senate. He was at the top of the list of the Democratic candidates for the next presidential election. Good-looking and brash, he would have been a shoe-in to face then-President Richard Nixon. But this event, which made much more headlines in the weeks to come than it did when it actually happened, according to most historical experts, kept Senator Kennedy from running for president, and postponed his bid until years later when he had to run against a sitting president of his own party, Jimmy Carter. Historians agree that if it wasn't for this monumental event at Chappaquiddick, Senator Ted Kennedy would have followed his brother's footsteps and eventually became president of the United States. On that day, when it really hit the news, there was hardly a whisper. What could have kept everyone's attention on what was going on and had all eyes elsewhere? What could have made the above story land on page 19? Most headlines that day proclaimed, Man Walks on Moon. That's right. On July 21st, 1969, the day after Man Walked on the Moon, all eyes were glued to the TV sets and any newspaper that a person could get their hands on. Over 600 million people worldwide watched the moon landing, and therefore Ted Kennedy and the incident at Chappaquiddick was relegated to page 19 of the New York Times. In other newspapers, it wasn't even mentioned at all. The entire country, the entire world for that matter, was all talking about how Neil Armstrong and Buzz Aldrin had made footprints on the lunar planet. 
whether it was Armstrong's words of one small step for man, one giant leap for mankind, or Aldrin planting the American stars and stripes on the lunar surface for the entire world to see, or even Michael Collins, who spent a total of 21 and a half hours alone in the command module orbiting the moon. It was wall-to-wall coverage on every channel and in every newspaper. The country couldn't get enough. Just one week after the accident, and one day after the Apollo astronaut safely splashed down 950 miles southwest of Honolulu, Senator Kennedy quickly pled guilty of leaving the scene of an accident and received a suspended sentence of just two months with no jail time. With the euphoria and the American patriotism of the launch, landing on the lunar surface, and safely splashing down back on Earth, Kennedy was able to not have all eyes on him. The astronauts traveled the country and then the world over the next few months. On August 13th alone, less than three days after quarantine, and just over three weeks after Chappaquiddick, Armstrong, Aldrin, and Collins attended ticker tape parades up Broadway in New York City and down Michigan Avenue in Chicago. With estimated crowds of two million in the Big Apple and one million in the Windy City, everyone wanted to see the moon men. They closed the evening in Los Angeles at a formal state dinner with President Nixon and his family, and the cameras were there. Day after day, This was the story. Parades all over the country and then the world. After speaking to a joint session of Congress, they went on what was called the Great Leap Tour. Starting in Mexico City, they would eventually tour 24 countries in 45 days, with many of the parade routes having over a million participants. They met the Queen of England, the Pope, the Shah of Iran, the Emperor of Japan, and many other dignitaries across the globe all the while having the well-deserved spotlight that Kennedy was all too willing to avoid. By the way, Senator Kennedy was at that joint session of Congress, even chosen as one of the handful of distinguished senators to escort the astronauts to the chamber floor. Most now say that if Senator Kennedy had been the only headline during the week of the moon landing, media attention would have been too strong, and for the family's namesake, a resignation would have been forthcoming. Not being the case, he was even re-elected the following year and remained a senator for three decades until his death in 2009. Hard to believe all the news that would have been. Thank you for joining us this week on Top Fold. Check us out on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram at Top Fold Podcast and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you like to listen to your favorite podcast. All my sources and research can be found at topfold.buzzsprout.com. There, along with other things that bring history to life. I'd like to thank David Wagler for the music. And if you like the show, please rate us and give us a review or simply tell a friend. That would be great. So until next time, there you have it. All the news that would have been. Thank you.